just get you got to re- repeat what you just said. Life hack for people who work from home. All right, so this is a life hack because um, if you work from home, chances are there is some sort of an icon on your Microsoft Teams or on Google uh, Family. I don't know what they are or WebEx, whatever you do, Disco Jabber, whatever it is. Uh, if you are idle for a while, chances are your little avatar is going to indicate that you are idle. So in order to keep that from happening while you leave the desk, you need something to keep your mouse registering motion. So what you do is you take an analog watch with a second hand and you put it under your mouse with the laser. And as the second hand ticks, it keeps the laser active so that it looks like you are still there, even though you are not. Genius. You're a brilliant, brilliant. son of a bitch. Seriously. Here's all the thing. Is, a, is an analog crime, watch. Crime always wins, yeah. no matter what. Piracy, crime, all that shit wins. So you just got to do smart crime. Because it's not that crime is illegal so much. It's that you can get away with crime as long as you don't get caught. And these are the little tricks you got to come up with. Well, it's not crime unless you get caught. It's not exactly. It's it's just a thing you did. Allegedly. 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 I'm not saying that I do this at my job. Just open up a Word document and jam a ballpoint pen into your keyboard so that it's constantly pressing the L button or something and then just walk away. But I guess that works too. We can all agree on one thing. Because maybe once in a while it it, it doesn't. Like it goes from yellow to green to yellow. Yeah. I I don't know. It makes it it more organic. There is one issue with, with my plan is that not a lot of people are rocking the analog watch these days. We're doing Apple watches. We're doing things like that. So yeah, so you're hooked up. But, like, if you have the Apple Watch, you got to figure out, like, I guess you can make it so that the screen is always active and doesn't go away. I think there's I a haven't. way to do that. But, I also um, got this motherfucker. Oh, those are so cool. The binary watch? Yeah. Nice. I have an analog watch in a drawer somewhere. But I know I know we can all agree on one thing when it comes to working from home, and that's that you should be listening to Hot Property, because this is Hot Property. <laughs> and my name is Stephen Richards. My name is Dan Scully. And I'm and some clown as- they let in the building. As you've heard, we have a special guest with us, and whose name you won't hear, but you will hear the familiar ringings in your ears of Dr. Scientist. How's it going, everybody? How you doing? And you also might hear um, cutaways or bleeps when Stephen ultimately calls Dr. Scientist by his real name multiple times throughout the episode was... and gets <laughs> called on it by both of us. I that was good last time. You were good. Could have been better, but you were good. No, I, 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 I pitched a perfect game last time. Right on, right on. Well, let's going go for two. two. Going for two, baby. Let's do it. Indeed. Now, um, we do, I mean, let's, housekeeping out of the way, uh, at Hot Property Pod yeah. on all of the things. Uh, I like to Movie Movie just dropped a John Wick episode, and you can find that at Movie Movie Cast on all of the things. So uh, check all those out. Please uh, give us a review, like, subscribe. All of that helps push us to the front page, which is where we want to be. After four years. So, <laughs> after four years. Um, should we get right into yeah. why Dr. Scientist is here today? I think we got to just get right so, into it. Yeah. Regular listeners of the show know that uh, we're big on, on novelty food items here. And Dr. Scientist did some man-on-the-street reporting for us involving one of the ultimate food offering items. And he's going to give us some reviews, talk about his experience a little bit. So, Dr. Scientist, why don't you tell us what you did? <laughs> it's, it's almost like regret. It's almost like I'm regret, <laughs> recounting regret. So, I, I was listening to Hot Property one day, as I do. 
and I heard a breaking news story. I believe it was from uh, Miss, Mr. Richards here about the KFC double down making a return, gracing the menu of KFC finally after was it 14 years of absence? Is that really how long it was? It's been a while. Damn, because yeah. I remember Last time I, I had it was like in grad school. I ate a Maybe double college. down and then I went and saw the movie Kick Ass, which had just come out that day. So it was a while ago. Right. So here's yeah. the fucked up part, right? Is uh, I used to be able to like crush three or four double downs in a sitting, no problem, and like go about my day. Um, so I was under the impression <laughs> it was the same menu item. It was not. So really, I, I basically ran home and like placed an order to KFC, and I was like, yes, fuck yeah! Like I got, I got two spicy ones. I got a regular one. I was really hyped. I was, I, I, understand I feel like was spicy even an option before? Like I know they had crispy and they had uh, grilled grilled um i almost said baked there's no way that's baked um yeah crispy and grilled they had, they had mic- Dan. yeah they had they had microwaved with breading and microwaved without breading <laughs> but um spicy that's new correct i see i don't know man it has been that long well yeah. so i will i will but talk I, about i want to bring up the size issue real quick because if i remember correctly and dr scientist you can attest to this uh the original size back in the day was about the size of a McDonald's hash brown. It's hand. It was handheld, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I didn't so, have that experience. We had My, a conversation. Via I was text like the day. size of a chicken breast. No, so we had a conversation via text that day. Probably don't remember because it was like a month and a half ago now. Uh, but I was like, "Oh, it's not that bad. It's only like 450, 110 calories, or no, sorry, uh, 510 calories, something like that. It's in line with a Big Mac, is what I thought, and that." rang true because it, it used to be you know I, that's that's what i remember and then i get three of them right because i was like i'm gonna take it easy i'm not gonna go too crazy so there's your first mistake like, well see because i was like oh that's like 1600 calories that's actually light for me for dinner like really light and i was like ah, i'm gonna have some beers i'm gonna have some fucking kfc it's gonna be a great night these things arrive and it was like it was like someone shipped me three cats wrapped in tinfoil like, I don't know where they got these fucking chicken breasts, but they went full size. Each one of them was a thousand plus calories. See, that to me, oh that's how God. I remember it. I remember they them being huge. full size. I remember them being like remarkably large because back in the day I did a crispy and I did a grilled and I, I was I was impressed with the size of them back then. But this might be a location thing. I don't know. These were big, man. These were way bigger than I remember them. Like, so when you go to like a fast food place and get like a chicken biscuit or something, like a Bojangles, like I just got to go to Bojangles again, so it's on my mind. Anyway, uh, they I've usually have like those small. They're like bigger than a chicken nugget. They're yeah. like twice the diameter of a chicken nugget type of, you know, piece of chicken. That's what I remember them being. This was full blown like grocery store chicken breast, breaded and fried two of them so how many cheese and delicious mayo and aioli in there oh my god how many did you end up eating that night that night i can only do two because that was ended up being like 2400 calories so then way more food than i was anticipating the follow-up is that third one how how did it reheat i didn't reheat it because i'm a lover of cold kfc dude i love yeah kindred spirit there i love formerly hot food now cold Dude, KFC I love is it. like a special echelon of like the other the fridge and then eat it later. Oh yeah, the burger chains though don't. You can't do it cold. You got to reheat them. Yeah, right. I feel like well, and those I'm typically not saving anyway. But yeah, like an old old burger, 
not happening. The, the bun, the bun gets happening. hard. But like right. I eat cold Chinese food, cold pizza, oh, yeah. yes. cold KFC yeah. is a good one. Like all that's good. And like, I don't even know if it's a flavor preference or if it's just like, I'm not going to wait that 30 seconds to microwave it. I want it now <laughs> and I will suffer to have it now. And I've just grown accustomed to my own, my own uh, gluttony. I used to be okay with cold Chinese food. And then I started eating more of the rice when it, that it came with it. And so you can't eat cold rice. You got to eat that shit up at least. Yeah. Right. So, or so that night I had two. The other one I had on a, the, not even a reheat. I just pulled it out of the fridge the next day. It was delicious. And then, so <laughs> I proceeded. Your, your eyes night, rolled so, into the, the back of your head orgasmically so as you said that. You're like, that was delicious. I have one, oh, I have yes, one yes, more yes. question. I have one more question about the timeline here. In between mm-hmm. your evening double downs and your morning double down, <laughs> did, right. you, did you have a double down of your own into the toilet? <laughs> no. So here's or are the thing. all, all right, these so building this, up this like story... the fucking uh like like well, it's uh, such it's such a here? it's such a pure food that his body was actually able to utilize one hundred percent of it to build muscle and nutrition. Yeah, I think like is what we're going for here. <laughs> Two double downs in or no double downs leave. <laughs> yeah. But, it speaks uh, to both the quality of your body and the quality of the double down sandwich. The double downs, pure efficiency. Nutrients. Just nutrients. <laughs> what ended up happening? What ended up happening was, so I had the, the the following day, I had the cold one, right? And then I was like, fuck it. I'm ordering two more for dinner. So I ordered two more what? for dinner. What? What? Yeah, dude, it doesn't stop. So, like, I knew it was all, all right, so basically, <laughs> when I found, like, when I found out that this, this existed on the menu again, I was like, holy shit, how long? I found out it was basically, like, two weeks. And I had a business trip at the end of the second week. Because now so I'm going to get like, one. <laughs> Now that you're having this experience, I want to get one. I think I missed the boat. Yeah, I mean they're they're gone now, so it's fuck. All right, so like I, at the end of the second week, I was supposed to go to Georgia Tech to give a lecture, and so like I knew I wasn't going to be in town and able to get this. So I like when you say double down, I doubled down on the double down. Like I ordered it every night for a week and a half. Did you shit yourself Maybe while delivering this lecture? What did you shit yourself while delivering this lecture? <laughs> no. So here's what happened, right? Is like so I ate so many motherfucking double downs. I'm pretty sure my internal organs were clinically dead for about two weeks. <laughs> so, no, like I don't, like you know that there was some severe dysfunction going on. Like I wasn't, I wasn't pooping, I wasn't doing any of that. So like I was like, all right, this is this is not good. This is why you don't do this. This is why yeah. you can't have KFC every night of the goddamn week. And not only that, you can't have KFC and bacon and mayo and cheese and like just. There, there, there's no fiber there's no fiber to speak of in that you are you so, are definitely light on carbs though i feel like that's oh yeah worth noting oh, yeah. so you the know you're light on carbs is from that delicious breading yeah and if you go grilled you're not really getting carbs there was no grilled offering uh, well good it is when i had the grilled it was actually kind of revolting because the crispy was it where it was good. at yeah yeah because i remember the back in the day you could get the grilled ones and we used to like go to the ones near my college or go to the kfc near my college and like some of us would get grilled ones and i was like what are you fucking doing yeah why are you pulling like if you've already committed to clogging your arteries with kfc why are you going to try to pull out of the nosedive make make it worth it no yeah make it i got some numbers here do um calories 930 Mm -hmm. carbohydrates only 28 grams, which is really impressive for something that is so much. It's keto friendly. Is that a word? I don't know. 
you got to go sub 50 grams. That's keto. So Does anybody want to guess how much sodium is in a double tap? Yeah, I was going to say, like, no. I don't I don't think that this is a metric, but, you know, they have like calories, then calories from fat. Is there yeah. any calories from sodium? Because calories, I feel like that would no. apply here. <laughs> so here's calories what I'm pretty fat. sure happens when you go look at the sodium. I'm pretty sure normally they, they recount sodium content in milligrams. Yeah. Here, they're, they probably cracked into the thousand plus milligrams, in which case they should just be going ahead and calling them grams. Yeah. So I'm going to say uh, two two grams. Holometric system. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, go, go 1.2 grams of salt. Wait, how many grams are, how many milligrams are in a gram? A thousand? A thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I'm sorry. Damn it! Fuck! Damn! Number one. <laughs> you came Bingo, out so Bingo. strong. Oh my god! What was it? Fucking six minutes. He's um, gonna realize my name is one syllable by the pausing that that actually happens with the bleeps. I will say though, I what this indicates though is that Stephen is is such a good friend that he wants to call you by your name. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. He, he's so used to addressing I'm not mad directly. About it. I just think it's fucking hilarious. It's, it's just funny. Yeah. We um, thought we were gonna do it. So, Doctor Scientist, what did you what did you guess? How many grams of sugar? I was guessing one point two grams or one thousand two hundred milligrams in that yeah. neighborhood. And I and, was at two thousand two grams. Uh, it is two point three or twenty three hundred milligrams of sodium. God damn! Now for one, is the, so Dan is, was correct. Is the serving yeah. size just one sandwich, or yes. did they do one of those funky things where they're like, "There's two servings." Serving size. <laughs> I double checked that. Serving size one sandwich. Calories nine thirty. Calories with fat five fifty eight. Damn. Ooh. Um. Yeah, you gotta crush the water when you have one. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, doctor scientist, if you weren't if you weren't peeing the entire two weeks, that's why. <laughs> yeah. And you might have kidneys. No, that's the thing. Is like. <laughs> You eat one, and then twenty minutes later, you have dry mouth. Yeah, like it's it's like you ate. It's not like a sugar cube. You ate a salt cube. Like yeah. it's it's delicious. Like it's amazing. But you know you've just done a bad thing to your body. Like it's not <laughs> it's not a question. I feel like your body it, is kicking it back. Like what did you fucking do? Like for the next forty five to an hour. It Easy. is called a double down. I feel like you know, in the realm of food names, double down really does not indicate anything but anti health. I must have had twenty of these motherfuckers over the course of that week and a half, man. I it can't believe you're you like. Uh, I cannot advise it. I would probably not do it again. But I only hope that they bring it back for a more sustained period of time that I don't feel like I have to run it to the finish line with fucking sandwiches. Which you're gonna do anyway. I'm yeah, just probably. Well, you know that episode probably. of uh, of SpongeBob where they're out of the water and SpongeBob gets all dried up. And it right. like kind of that's that's how I would feel after eating stuff like this. And this is what yeah. I'm picturing is Dr. Scientist uh no longer animated. He's now live action and he's a dried up sponge, but he's a happy one. Indeed. Um, it tasted good. Oh, I'm sure it tasted incredible. Wow, KFC oh, for all of their the fact that it's just like garbage anymore, they are still one of the more delicious fast food chains, just yeah. in terms of flavor. <laughs> So and when I was in Atlanta, honestly, the answer is salt, and salt is amazing. When I was in Atlanta, I did end up getting stuck at the airport for like twenty four plus hours because they canceled my flight. Like, and I was like, "Ah, eh, fuck it, I'm just gonna stay at the airport. It'd be ridiculous to go to a hotel for three hours and then come back." But they had a Bojangles in the fucking airport. I've never been. 
So I like I brought up Bojangles one of the times I came on on the podcast here, um, where they have like the the Bowberry biscuits and the, oh like, yeah, the I remember that biscuit breakfasts and all that. Oh my god, Bowberry! Bo uh, I was very disappointed because they were out of the biscuits. They were out of the Bowberries. Like I guess they're a hot item that goes fast. It's but also I an airport. Have, like, the limited options kills you. I was well, at the airport. Had, like I got like five breakfasts a couple weeks. There was like, a Chick Fil A was... there, and they had nothing at the Chick Fil A. I was like, "Do you have chicken?" They were like, "We got fries." I was like, okay. Oh no, they had they had chicken. It just was not. They didn't have anything really worth getting. Right. Also, it's Chick Fil A, so it just <laughs> stings to get anyway. But I ended up sleeping at the fucking airport, so I had dinner and breakfast at the Bojangles, and I spent the rest of the time at like the the airport bar or whatever. It was not a healthy two weeks. It was a, probably a solid month and a half off my life. The last you know, meal... though, that's worth it. That the month and a half is... I'm not saying it wasn't worth it. It's at the end, and those, those are like kind of the shitty years that you don't want anyway. That's right. when you're like right. you're eating bananas that's all the thing day. They never and talk you still about, feel right? like you're you ate double downs because you're 85. So take that month and a half. Yeah, that's what they never talk about though. Like oh, you know, smokers and you know people who are like you know you know eat the most terrible of foods. Blah blah blah. It's like oh, you're you're shortening your life by all this time. It's like yeah, but it's the the bad years. You're you're trimming those off the yeah. back end. Like I could be shortening my life. I could be enriching my life. It just depends on the angle you want to look at it. Yeah, you could live uh, 98 years uh, and be mostly miserable for the majority of it, or, or you can enjoy yourself. And or you can double down. To you can double, double down. down, baby. Maybe you're just genetically predisposed to surviving KFC sandwiches in, in excess, and you're going to be fine. So, so here's the question, though. Oh, uh, go ahead, Steven. When the double down comes back, what is your level of excitement going to be, and what is your plan for that? So now that I can like I can actually like taste it with my mind's tongue again, like I knew it was good, right? I remember it being great. You're gonna now, write a, a cooking a cookbook and it's gonna be called The Mind's Tongue. Mind's Dr. Tongue. Scientist, <laughs> Dr. Scientist, <laughs> Chef Dr. Scientist in the kitchen. Well, being a scientist isn't that different than being a, a like a cook or a, or a chef. I think. That's what I always say to my that? girlfriend. I love to cook, and she doesn't get it. I said I feel like a mad scientist because I'm just mixing shit, tasting it, figuring it out. I love to cook. Yeah. Dan doesn't have a apron. He puts on a lab coat to cook. Oh yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Um. But so in terms of my excitement when it comes back, I'm I'm 100 ordering three that first night again. I just I'm gonna have to gauge where i'm at the next day again because i it again it depends if they bring it back and they're like it's a limited time offer again that's like oh my god well All what right, if they well. wait another 14 years and you're now into your 50s and then it's fine i feel like i can do this once every 14 years and really go ham on chicken and, but the older you get and, the more fun. effect it's going to have on your on your aging body Yeah, that's the thing like if you're in your 50s then you're you're probably gonna have to run and gun because at this well, you know, point the, there's no guarantee that the next 14 years you'll even be here for. Yeah. Well, you know they have those stories of like, oh, you know, like the the old guy, like you know, he he died, you know, making love to his 20 year old girlfriend, blah blah blah. Like that's the way I want to go out. Like the way I want to go out is doubling down. Is making <laughs> right love on. to a double down. <laughs> yes, making sweet sweet love to two chicken breasts, some bacon, some cheese, and some. Actually, spicy aioli. Of all the sandwiches to put your dick into, that one logistically is is probably higher tier. What with so the aiolis, uh, long sandwiches from um, Burger King. 
I mean, if I'm going to put my dick in a sandwich, it's going to be a burrito. We can argue whether burritos are sandwich, but I mean, they're shaped like a flesh. Burritos are not. I would say for a reason. So I, I recently, some, burritos, some yeah. ass clown at work has on his fucking like little whiteboard out his office is like, is 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 cereal considered a soup? Like that kind of question. And I don't have a good answer for whether a burrito is a sandwich or not, but I can tell you, cereal is not a fucking soup. Yes, it is. Well, the question, the question Here is, we go. Is, cere- <laughs> is cereal, is cereal, is cereal breakfast soup or is soup dinner cereal? That's really the question. So why? And also, you think it's a I soup? said cereal so many times that Siri just set off on my phone. I think you just <laughs> set off mine too. Yeah, nice. I keep that shit shut off. But uh, so why do you think it's a soup, Steve? Because it is uh, the the broth that comes from a cow, and <laughs> and. You put <laughs> you put colorful chunks in it, and sometimes. Oh, I gotta say, what I, is your I, concept of a soup, young man? Actually, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with Steve on this one. I think that cereal is a form of soup. Yeah, because it is. And I hate soup, but I love a cereal. broth of sorts. So let me ask you a question: Is a McFlurry a soup? Ice cream is no, also a shake. Soup. No, ice cream is not a soup. Ice cream is a paste. <laughs> Oh, okay. So now we're we're coming up with okay, we've got a division between these two now. So here's why I say it's definitely not a fucking soup. Because you've never heated up the ingredients together. That's not a soup. Wait, what? You never had hot cereal before? I've had hot cereal before and I heat the ingredients up together. Ew, you mean like that shredded wheat shit? Yeah. Like but that that's cereal. You think oatmeal <laughs> no. Also, Vichy I would swat, argue maybe Vichy swat is cold soup. soup. Gazpacho is cold no. soup. It's cold soup. Oatmeal is not gazpacho a soup. Gazpacho is heated up and then cooled. Oatmeal no, is not. a porridge. What? I thought it was. O- oatmeal is a porridge. Okay. Oatmeal right. is porridge. a soup. Soup porridge. I don't know. No, oatmeal is also a paste. Porridge oh. is a subset of soup. Which porridge is, is paste segue, adjacent. Now that I'm thinking about it because I have also harassed you both via text about the plethora of cinnamon toast crunches that I've had in the last. Wait. Month. Before we leave the double down, I have to okay. ask this one question. Right. What was better, regular or spicy? Spicy. Easy. Hands oh. down. Yeah, Absolutely. Regular is great. I would go spicy if I had it in front of me right now. Yeah, regular is great. It's just the the little bit of zesty mayo situation and the spicy really it, it like makes it pop a little bit more. It, it, it's probably worth I'm I can't remember which one actually suddenly has more calories. I, I thought I was surprised by I think the regular has like 30 more calories than the than the spicy or something like that for whatever reason. If you're gonna count 30 calories as being influential in your double down decisions. Yeah. You're not doubling down. Maybe, maybe. I mean, you know, damn it. and then one Fuck. more damn it. God damn it, dude. <laughs> All right. So one more question for Dr. Scientist. Um, right, right. and actually this is this is for the, the whole group here. If we're going to take a double down and we're going to dip it before we bite, what are we dipping in? Ranch. So I have ranch, but I'm also thinking honey mustard might do the trick. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, honey mustard is always talking, talking, but it's always going to be ranch. Down or the regular double I down? think it's going to be ranch. Um, okay, so actually, regular double down, I might actually go for the honey mustard, although I'm probably going to end up dipping the rest in ranch. Spicy, I'm definitely going ranch. I also would be open to trying it with blue cheese because that's who I am, but ranch is really where it's at. If we're taking ranch so, off the table, I would I would probably go barbecue, actually. So here's oh, the problem. Barbecue that would be I, good. I also, initially, my brain went to barbecue, but now I'm concerned because I, have you ever fucked around with mayo and barbecue in the same food? Yeah. Have yeah. you? 
Yeah. I mean, I think that, just by just by sheer virtue of not Heinz makes a variety purpose. of it. I've, I've never yeah. done it on purpose where I'm like, oh, mayo in, but I feel like there I've had items that had mayo in them that I went for the barbecue anyway, and vice versa, where it just it happened because I'm a fucking pig, not necessarily because it was a choice. Like I like mayo because it's like a little bit savory, a little bit zesty, a little bit I don't know, it's not sweet. Whereas barbecue, I think of like smoky and sweet, and I feel like yeah. those flavor combinations together would be weird. But maybe it's just me. Like I've never, I guess I've never tried it. I, to me, that sounds like it would be odd. It does but sound I, like it's it would be odd, but it's one of those things that like like I said, I've never set it up, but it has occurred, and I didn't stop it. So it's a little bit of a cop out, but I'm thinking maybe some Frank's Red Hot with some butter, like some some buffalo sauce. Um, then you're really gonna be, but I, they do have a spicy sandwich, so I, I you know, it, it's yeah. but there's for, to, in my defense, their spicy sandwich is like a spicy aioli, not yeah, not hot sauce. And the key to any good wing sauce is butter. Oh, absolutely, that is like that's yeah, like, yeah, that's otherwise, just science. hot sauce. That's just, that's just science. science, it is, that's just it science, is. food science, just science. Um, and uh, and also the less vinegary your your hot sauce, the better. Um, mm. what about the do we have time to talk about your cinnamon toast crunch escapades with nine? Yeah, minutes? we got we got 10 minutes, okay? Yeah, hopefully the rant doesn't take that long. Um, but so I went, we'll, uh, we'll just cut you off, okay? Cool, yeah, well, like, zoom, and if we don't, the meeting will, <laughs> yeah, zoom will do it, so go wild. <laughs> so, science is not on your side this time, yeah, true. Uh, so I've been going to the store a little bit more frequently, um since I, I quit smoking and I just like want snacks because I'm not smoking anymore. Um, so I started fucking around with cereal again for the first time in like 20 years and it's 15 years. And so like, I noticed that they have five or six different varieties of cinnamon toast crunch at my local store. So wait, your cereal relationship kind of coincides both times at 15 years with your double down relationship. Right. There's a cycle here. Perhaps. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. You know, that's between him and his therapist. Every every decade. (laughs) (laughs) I have a fun therapy story too, but probably not gonna go there. Uh, (laughs) The malpractice is real. Anyway, so I went to the store. I bought like three different kinds. I mean, we could talk about it if you want, but maybe on the second half. Um, No, we're good. (laughs) So I bought three different kinds of the cinnamon toast crunch initially: the the cinnamon bun crunch, the churros. And, I've had uh, that. and then I got the like the graham crunch, the cinnamon graham crunch. I've had that one too. So and then I went back again and I got the cinnamon chocolate toast crunch and the cinnamon de lo, de uh de leche. Like oh yeah. Cinnamon uh basically cinnamon caramel toast crunch. Um and I can tell you so I, I rated them in two different ways, right? I I rated them as dry and rated them with um, and I go 2% reduced. Like, that's just my milk of choice. Um, so I can tell you off the top of my head, the nastiest one with milk by a wide country mile was the cinnamon bun toast crunch. Really? I feel like they're a textural mess no matter what I you I would have guessed the caramel. They turn into a soggy kitchen sponge after would you say five that seconds it, of milk. With the milk added, would you say that it becomes a porridge? <laughs> it becomes a soup. It's suddenly a soup. <laughs> it's suddenly, uh, a soup. suddenly soup. <laughs> That's a brand right there. That's a brand. Uh, but yeah, no, it basically it turns into a soup. It's disgusting. Um, oddly though, it's probably my second favorite dry. So if you're just dry housing some cereal, 
go for the cinnamon bun toast crunch. Uh, it has a very nice texture to it. Um, Maybe that's a so, thing, like good crunch texture. Like if it holds up in milk, it might be too crunchy dry. And so yeah, those kind of find my, that middle ground. My favorite one, though, was the uh, the 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 gram the cinnamon gram crunch. I've had cereal. that. That's tasty. Yeah. So like when I was a kid, I always like I would get the golden grams or whatever. Like I would get them in a cafeteria or I get them in a relative's house. I've never ordered them or like get them myself at my like my mom's house. Um, but when I would have them, I would always kind of in the back of my head be like, these are cinnamon toast crunch bits right here. And they weren't. They were always kind of like eh, honey, kind of I don't know. They, I don't like golden grams. And so like every time I would have golden grams, I would be disappointed that they weren't cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. yeah. Um these were like some weird fucking amalgam of the two, and they were fire. Yeah. They were super good with milk. I like the texture of Graham more than I like the flavor. And I think that the mix of the standard cinnamon toast crunch texture and the added Graham texture gives a really great crunch. But the cinnamon, the cinnadust, as as it's known, uh, helps pave over the odd aftertaste that comes with all things Graham. And I say this as a fan of Graham. So, uh, Graham Norton. I've also been recently like promoted to to head of s'mores R and D at work. Um, okay. So, like graham crackers have become like a weirdly poignant thing in my life. Anyway, uh, we can talk about that another time. But so the but the grossest cereal, like number five out of five and four out of five. So five out of five uh, dry, four out of five wet uh, is the chocolate cinnamon toast crunch. It is fucking gross. No, wait, you forgot about the, the Cinefuego. Oh, dude. Oh, God. No. <laughs> no. He didn't forget about it. He blocked it out that of his memory. That is a war crime. That's not a cereal. <laughs> it's pretty that's terrible. Only, it's so gross. That's the only thing they serve at Guantanamo. It tastes like... <laughs> all tastes we have. Like, uh, <laughs> it tastes like crunchy bits of big red gum. It's worse than that. Like, are yeah. you, you undersold it. When, when you were explaining to me how bad it was and I didn't believe you, you were underselling it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Cinefuego Crunch is like not marketed as a cereal. It's marketed as a snack. Like in a, it comes in a like foil bag. Yeah, um, I wouldn't put milk on that because spicy no. milk is Ugh. something that really feels Wait, weird to me. That was my question, Dr. Scientist. Did you try putting milk on it? No, fuck that. Because I did. <laughs> did, you? did you drink the milk? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> How you was have, it? When what? you, I mean, you guys know this, but Did when you, you do science, down? you have to do science all the way. Exactly. I appreciate and I respect yeah. that you That's went this not, far. No, when your hypothesis fails and you change tactics, you don't keep going down that line of failure, which I know that these were. These were a failure, a debauchery of food. But it's, go ahead. Uh, Steven, tell me this. If we take that You're spicy, we take that spicy milk. And then we turn it into maybe some sort of uh, like like rum cocktail. Could it be done? Because I've had because, white because kind of I've had white Peter, Russians that had an added spice to it. Sometimes with like a cinnamon sort of uh, uh, spice to it. I like where is your that head's possible? At. I like where your head's at. But the doctor is right when when you get. <laughs> I've already gone a step too far for him. When you get to this part, you gotta stop doing shit because it's not happening. And so even with the milk yeah. being as it being much better than the actual product because there's less of it in the milk, 
Um, like <laughs> you know, that doesn't translate into adding it to something else to make that anything but worse than as it already is. <laughs> you you were so busy thinking of whether or not you could that Never you didn't stop to think about whether or not you should. And I, I I know I should not put this in an alcoholic beverage, although it might maybe some horchata. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, like a, like a horchata of rum. Because I've had a white Russian before that was rum-based. I guess yeah. that wouldn't be a, a white Russian. But I've had things like that. So like, I've, I've, even, like... I've had a pina colada that had like a cinnamon <laughs> spice to it. That I'm was not going to really fly any closer to the sun than I already have on this one, though. <laughs> well, now you got me curious. I think I would like to be Icarus in this situation. And I don't care if I fall as long as I land in a bowl of spicy-ass milk. Let's so go. We... The, the best thing I can describe is the, the Cine Fuego Crunch is, and, and maybe this is pertinent to your drink conversation, is like when you go to have like a sip of whiskey and it turns out it's Fireball. Yeah. yeah and I want to die. Yeah. yeah, yeah big... Like it was like I was not prepared for this. Yeah. I'm yeah. not down with what just happened in my mouth. That said, uh, the first the first booze that I ever threw up was Goldschlager. And same. every and. I've Woo! never really been a big fan of things like Big Red or Fireball, but ever since then, I I like really don't like to touch it. Like I still just feel I can still remember looking at the gold flecks in my vomit and feeling the fake cinnamon in my nose, and I, like Big Red, I I just can't do it. It's it's not happening. Yeah, you would you would hate these then. Absolutely hate them. But yeah, we do have to take a break, so we'll be right back to talk more cinnamon toast crunch. Also, Woo! I have a ranch dilemma. All right, I forgot about that. Did you get wings? Well, we went to McGillan's for... No, we didn't get any food there because it was really busy and really loud. Yeah, it's sad. And so we, we went to McGillan's and then we were like, you know what, let's go somewhere quieter. So we went to Woody's, the premier gay bar in Philadelphia. That That place is never quiet. No, it actually was. It was very pleasant. There was almost nobody really? there. We got seats at the bar. Oh, nice. I mean, it's yeah. a good bar. It's just I my my major Woody's story was one time I was downtown with my former roommate, Ant, and we were all we were getting drunk doing whatever. And he was like, I think I want to get Coke. We're like, oh, OK. And he's like, I'm going to see if I can get Coke. And we're like, you're just going to get Coke. What are you doing? And he was like, I think I could just go upstairs at Woody's and get Coke. <laughs> we're like yeah sure man and then he goes into woody's and we're all like out front because like we didn't want to do coke we just were hanging out and having a drink and then literally five minutes later he came back downstairs with a bag of coke well that's that doesn't surprise me at all actually that makes total sense <laughs> i was like oh okay yeah and he's like do you guys want to do some coke we're like no you that this is all you yeah. you did the whole thing it was amazing. It was actually rather impressive. Uh, Speak, but... Speaking of cocaine, let's talk about the cocaine of cereals, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yes. Um, cinnamon I, cocaine. Now, I know that Dr. Scientist has more exploration into the CTC universe, CTCU, if you will. <laughs> um, and I want to hear more about it. So when did you branch out realizing that there were more Sticky fingers of cinnamon toast crunch would be had. So Dust, I noticed dusty fingers. Dusty fingers. <laughs> uh, I mean, I noticed the the cinnamon bun ones immediately because I was like immediately, I, I guess, keyed into those, and I wanted them real bad. So I got those first, and that was a mistake. Um, you know what's odd is I have not actually gone back and gotten the original cinnamon toast crunch. 
throughout Wait, all. No, of I them. thought you I thought you went and had other of their products though. Which ones? Like the non-cereal products. Oh no, 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 no. I mean, I've had like the cereal bars and stuff like that, which that's terrible. That's terrible. Way. You don't like those? Oh no, sorry. So they have cereal bars and they have the cinnamon toast crunch protein bar. And the protein bar yeah. is terrible. What the fuck? No, the cereal bars have the milk in the center, but the milk is a paste. Yeah. Right. And it's definitely 98% sugar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I thought there was more. So, Dan, let's move on to your ranch dilemma because I got a lot of food news to talk about. I do have a a question, though, for you, Doc. Yeah. Oh, are we doing the whole my my audio doesn't work again? Uh Oh, fun. It works. I hear your audio. You're just not moving. Oh, there you go. So did any of these Cinnamon Toast Crunch offshoots eclipse the OG CTC? Yes. The graham cracker one. Graham cracker, you'd say is better. Interesting. Yeah, because uh, I've always I, I liked the graham cinnamon. cracker, but I think the OG is the, is still it for me. So, for me, it was like always. Maybe it was like the childhood, like always being disappointed with golden grams, like inherently. Yeah. Um, and, and then like the cinnamon toast crunch golden gram fusion that it is turned out to be actually really fucking good. It's a flavor um, alloy. The, right. Uh, and also the caramel one was surprisingly good with milk. Not so good dry, but good yeah. with milk. Dulce, dulce de leche. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, it, it's good. It's got like a little bit of zing, a little bit of a little extra something to it. That's I was really hoping you were thing. gonna say zing. Um, the other ones, take or leave. The churro one had like a good. Actually, the I thought the churro and the cinnamon bun one would be really similar. Uh, turned out they were they were actually really really different. The, the the churros hold up way better in milk. I way had the churro better. ones, and I do think they hold up way better. I, I they they hold up decently well in milk. I also don't think they hold up great in milk in a vacuum. The churro ones I liked much more as a dry snack than uh with milk, just because they they would get soggy on the outside but crunchy in the middle, and it just that combination doesn't always work for me. Granted, you know, it is in it is similar to a churro in a lot of ways, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. To me, that was just more of a oh, this is just shapes. I want to hear, hear about the ranch dilemma. Just... Well, yeah, I, yeah, I want to hear about this ranch dilemma. So this is something that went around the internet because it's a story that somebody posted on the subreddit, Am I the Asshole? I Are we familiar it. with what Am I the favorite? Asshole? Have you buttered yeah. jorts? Yeah. Google buttered yeah. jorts. So, I've been the subject of many posts on there. Okay, so am I the asshole for the listeners is when people are put into a situation where they are unsure if they acquitted themselves properly and they're seeking crowd knowledge as to whether or not they were the asshole. So the title of this one is, am I the asshole because I brought a bottle of ranch into a restaurant? Now, without any context, how do we feel? Is this person an asshole? Oh, I did read the story. Um, you need context. There's more context to the story that I think you need to reveal, Dan. If, all, right, all right, so all right. here's the deal, right? I, like, there is context required. If they do not offer ranch at said restaurant, they are absolutely in the right to bring their own ranch. Yeah, okay. Hidden Keep Valley. Like, context. Don't, Hidden like, Valley put on the made... table and be like, this is my Hidden Valley jump right here. Like, don't yeah. do that. But, Hidden Valley made a keychain yeah. for this particular purpose. Ranch should be on offer. Last night, I went to dinner with Michael. It was our third date, and he took me to one of his favorite restaurants. It was a hole-in-the-wall Polish-slash-Hungarian place. 
We ordered our food, and he ordered a sampler plate so I could try different things. There's very few things that I don't eat with ranch. I just like it, and it helps make some things easier to eat, so I always have it with my meals. When we got our food, I asked for some ranch. The waiter said that they didn't have any and offered to bring out some kind of sour cream and dill sauces. I tried them, and they just weren't the same. I told Michael I would be right back, took my wallet, and left the restaurant. I had seen a convenience store close by when arriving. See, I already see so where this I, is going. Sorry. Go ahead. So I went, bought a <laughs> bottle of ranch, and came back. Michael looked shocked, but he didn't say anything, and he ate his food. The food was great, and we got some conversation going when the waiter came over and said that outside food was not allowed. I said, dressing isn't outside food, and they didn't have what I needed to enjoy my meal. I didn't want to ruin the evening, so I took the ranch out to my car and returned. When we finished and left, Michael thanked me for coming out with him but said it was really off-putting that I had to leave and go buy a bottle of dressing instead of just going one meal without it. I told him I wouldn't have had to do that if they had had ranch or any dressings like a normal restaurant. He didn't walk me to my car or anything and just left. I went home and told my roommate about my date and about his attitude, and she asked me if I was being serious. <laughs> She thinks that I had bad etiquette and embarrassed Michael to the point that he was probably going to stop talking to me. I don't think what I did was really all that bad. It was a condiment, not an entire meal from someplace. Was I wrong for what I did? Damn. I think my gut reaction is when you made the decision to leave the premises <laughs> in order to purchase a bottle of ranch kind of undermines the institution of a restaurant. You know? And I've been right. to a restaurant, and but I've been really pissed off that this happened. I went to a place that's no longer open, and they had these really great Jamaican jerk wings. Ooh. And I was like, oh, this, these are great. Can I get a side of ranch? Because I know that ranch would elevate the flavor of these wings. And they're like, oh, the chef isn't serve ranch with the wings because he wants you to taste the flavor and i said okay i've done that <laughs> now i want to taste yeah. ranch I'm like what the fuck so they they had ranch <laughs> no they didn't have they ranch. did have no they didn't have ranch it at wasn't all. available oh, no. okay but like you know no, they made the conscientious decision to not stock ranch so to yeah. me i'd be like so well, my, also i'm not my, gonna go get ranch but i, I might box I, I up those wings out. i don't know if you guys me or what i'm gonna go ahead and try to figure this out why is this always happening to me? No, you're good. You're good. You're you're still in time. That's weird. I okay, you're, that's I super, feel like you guys keep freezing. All right. Well, you know, fun, fun, fun. turning off your video. Uh, if you can still hear me, I think that she done fucked up when she went to go buy ranch, and I don't know why the buying of the ranch makes a big difference to me. But if this lady just had some ranch in her purse because she was like a super ranch head, then I would I, I I would somehow. I agree Be with that. Be more comfortable with that. I agree with that. I think that that's reasonable. See, to me, the big red flag here is that she said if they had ranch like a normal restaurant, and it sounds oh. to me a, a little bit informed by xenophobia to the fact that she is at like a she, she Hungarian lives at Applebee's. place. 
it feels the, like it feels like she was not actually trying the real the food that was offered with an open mind. I think she went, oh, this is foreign. I need ranch and probably didn't even try it. And to me, that feels like more of a red flag than any other part of the story. Yeah, when I heard that comment, I definitely cringed quite a bit. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's just an idiot then. It feels a little which means, Which means, and this could have been forgiven also if there was, and I'm assuming based on that comment, there was not. If there was like a slight bit of decorum where like she took the ranch, poured a little bit on whatever she's eating, then put it back in her purse to hide and not leave it directly on the table where the waiter can see and comment on it. If you had been more subtle about it, that would have been more acceptable to me. Yeah. Right. I And I also think, too, like, because like, I agree with Dr. Scientist that, like, if she just had her own ranch, like, I've known people who would, like, keep a, keep a hot sauce in their purse because they're like, that. that's reasonable. Yeah. Going absolutely. to get the ranch is a high little something. Ri- but... High risk, high reward, those things are, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The, um, the, uh, oh, yeah, don't keep it next to your contact lenses. The, um, no. I am I am super disappointed that they offered sour cream and dill sauces, and of course that's not ranch, but I feel like it's ranch adjacent. Yeah, they were probably whether they're even, like even if they're not ranch at all, that's probably delicious, and I think it speaks volumes to the restaurant that they were willing to whip up yeah. some sort of ranch. A ranch analog, or at least for think this to woman to, to substitute do. and not yeah just dismiss it. And it shows that they actually have a knowledge of ranch because dill is probably the most essential ingredient to a ranch, at least in my estimation. Well, sour cream, I get it; it makes sense. Yeah. I want to try those sauces. I'm I'm a little pissed that she was not more open minded about those sauces. I'm not a big fan of Polish or Hungarian food, but I will say I'd be more of a fan if they had a side of ranch <laughs> fair fair but i actually don't know off the top of my head what polish or hungarian food really consists of like i know polish sausage i but... i think polish meatballs and they are phenomenal oh you are, know what i have are, had are polish, meatballs. polish yeah 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 that's the only thing that's that polish i know is but submarines I to, at the screen door i went to a restaurant in ireland we didn't know what we were walking into and then we were too embarrassed to leave at this point. But like all of the, um, it was definitely a Polish Hungarian restaurant. We didn't really know what we were ordering. We had no knowledge of any of the ingredients on the menu. We, we relied on the waiter to uh, walk us through what was happening. And it was so rich and thick and heavy that we all just went back to our Airbnb and went to bed because it was, <laughs> It was it was definitely food that keeps you warm through the entire winter. <laughs> That's that sounds incredible. Sell it was harder. very Shit. good, but I I was mad at it. I also harbor like uh, an annoyance at it because we did waste an entire night in in a foreign country because we were all too tired to do anything. That does not sound like a waste to me. That sounds like a belly rubbing sleep in a foreign country. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah we, I mean, not we quote unquote wrong. call that experiencing the culture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair. Well, so, okay, here's kind of. I was experiencing Polish culture in Ireland. So I don't know. If that's <laughs> I mean, I ate nothing but Indian food in London because it has really great Indian food. It's so the only good there, food uh, in London. Fair. You're not getting is... started on butter chicken. I went from double downs to butter chicken, and I have not looked back. Oh my god. <laughs> 
All right, so wait, let's put you in another person's shoes here. So you're Michael. Are you going on date number four? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I thought it was day three. Yeah. I, I Both of you came in at the same time. I couldn't tell what you said. So, Steve, Steve, you say yes. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm you would take date, date number four, four with the ranch queen. Dr. Scientist? So I thought it, this was date number three. Or th- this would have been date three. Yeah, this is date three. So I'm saying after this situation, are you going to say yes to date four? Because I am not. Right. This situation situation would have put me off from from date number four. Because I think that someone who can't eat any... like I And I say this as a damn near religious lover of ranch. If you can't eat a meal without ranch, that to me indicates some deeper problems that I actually just don't feel like spending the time finding out about. Right. I mean, so for me, it's different, right? Because now I feel like we're entering into the conversation of date tempo of like what you're comfortable with in terms of like what you expect on a given date in terms of like interaction with the other party. So for me, me, date three is is like the first kiss date. Okay. Like I'm not I'm not banging on on. You're gonna be tasting ranch, bro. Maybe I'm old school, but (laughs) uh, that's like date five, maybe. (laughs) Like I, I don't know that. But so, all right. So my point being, see, I've had date like, threes be first kiss dates. Date. I've had date threes also be first fuck dates. So it could go either way. But right. yeah, I'm not going on date four. Fuck dates too. But like, that's not like it never yeah. worked out. Like I'm not into it. But my, I guess what I'm saying is, is yeah. I need to know where he's at mentally. Of like, is that was this the date where he was expecting a kiss, or was this the date where he was expecting to quote get laid, and and then a ranch got in the way. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't have that information. We just know that That's it's the hard. third so date. So for me, but I would with be you. more amenable You're Michael, to man. another date. I would be more amenable to another date just to like get... Now I'm curious. Now it's like, all right, so how weird are you? You know, like, I, I, I would need to know, like, how far does this rabbit hole go? Because I've yeah. known picky eaters before. And, like, I can't stand certain levels of picky eater. But, like, yo, if you're just really into ranch, but you're down to eat everything with some ranch, then you're fine. That's fine. But I if you only want as long as, like, as long as you have an open mind, you know, like you can. That's the issue that I'm yeah. hung up on. Is this this girl does not seem like she has an open mind. It seems like she is weirded out by foreign food in a way that right. is not based in actual experience. It's just based in assumption, and the fact that that like instead of just being like, "Hey, can we wrap this up and go home where I have some ranch?" I actually would be amenable to that. But to go buy ranch and then come back and then be indignant when the restaurant says you can't have that here, that to me feels like a parade of red flags. And like I'm 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 not terribly interested in date four. I wouldn't say so she doesn't have an open mind. They can have. But oh, sorry, Steve. Uh, okay. But what I guess what I'm thinking is like uh if She's only cool with ranch compatible foods, then like that's that's a red flag. That's a problem. We're not gonna get along. That's like mm-hmm. somebody who's like it's like, oh, you know, like this girl's a vegan. We could really hit it off. Like, no, you're probably not. You're probably gonna have more conflict than you think you are. So like there's not I don't I don't think that's gonna work out. Not for me. Well, I I mean <laughs> I love ranch, and if I can find somebody <laughs> who loves ranch, is, I think. But Dan, I think we're on the same side of, or two different sides of the same coin here, the ranch coin, where I I embrace that as a compatibility factor, whereas 
you are you are saying it's too much, too much for me, right? It's not that it's too much. It's that her aversion to the Polish and Hungarian food, at least based on the context that I that I've gleaned from the story, does not feel like it was based in her being like, ah, this would be better with ranch. It's based in her being like, ugh. Oh, this isn't Applebee's. I better get some ranch because I know I'm not going to like this. And that to me, like I am a ranch hound second to me being somewhat of a foodie. And it's like, try the, try the food. Right. So Dan, do you no, know? No, but also like too, Dan, do you know if you it? try it, if you try it and then you go this, I need ranch. And they say, oh, I don't have ranch. I would say, you know what? Let's get the check. We'll wrap this up. We'll go home. We'll fucking we'll get some ranch. I'll lube it up in ranch and hit and lay it in you. Well, we can go ranch all goddamn day long. But there's a certain decorum that comes with going out, and I do think that she breached that decorum in a way that I think is indicative of future incompatibility problems. That I I'm pushing forty. I don't have well, time for this shit. Well, Dan, I feel like you're really fast tracking to a urinary tract infection. But sure, okay. Oh yeah. Uh, Long as that urinary tract infection is loaded with dill. What happens when you when you like? Look, I'm not gonna actually. I'm gonna sidestep that whole. Yeah, there's a curdling issue that I'm not interested in thinking about. Right, right. (laughs) There's a a fermentation factor that I'm not. I'm not okay with. Uh, We'll Uh, leave that valley hidden. Dan, let me ask you. But so, like, I hear what you're saying. It's it. But to me, it sounds like it's less of a ranch dilemma and more of a. Like a just a general picky eater slash weird. I'm only cool with macaroni and cheese and plain chicken nugget style of person. Like if, that level of. If on the third date we're about to go to a Hungarian restaurant, and someone who is this picky doesn't say, "Hey, if they don't have ranch, I can't do it." Before we get there, and then kind of causes a scene about it. Uh, that to me, like that, that goes beyond like picky eater. I can deal with that. That's fine. I've been a vegan before. I can understand that. But when I was a vegan, one rule that I always abided by was it's up to me to make sure that I am accommodated. It is nobody else's responsibility, right. but mine. And I am not allowed to cause a scene or be a dick about it. And that's a standard that I think that everyone should uphold if they have a unique diet. And so if she had ranch in the purse and did that, no problems at all. If okay. she was like, hey, maybe don't go to Hungary. Maybe let's maybe let's go to Applebee's because uh, I don't think I can do Hungarian. I would say that's fine. We'll do takeout another time with Hungarian and maybe give it a shot. So, I But if, like we're, on, if we're on date number three, your preparedness should absolutely be in play, especially if you're someone who needs ranch so much that you have to leave to buy it. It just feels like it feels like this person is a pro- is going to be a problem in a lot of other circumstances, and the ranch is only a metric by which I'm judging it. It's not the ranch that's it. I would drink ranch. I love ranch. So Dan, do so, you? But I mean, no longer uh, subscribe to the following quote, which I know for for a fact you said verbatim, which is every food exists only as a vessel to put ranch into my mouth. I remember this. Quote. That is actually not. That is not the quote. The quote is, when we serve ranch with foods such as celery sticks and carrots and all that, celery sticks and carrots you are just named the spoons. other two garnishes for chicken wings. Honestly, <laughs> when we're 
now wings is a thing if i'm ordering wings and it doesn't come with blue cheese and ranch i feel like that is strange but i did not say every food was a vessel for ranch getting into my mouth i said that we act as if ranch is the garnish when most of the time we are coming up with edible items through which we are allowed to spoon ranch into our mouths right that's that's the point but just to back it up for a second, if a restaurant gives you fucking chicken wings and they do not tell you if the white sauce in the in, in, in the dish next to it is ranch or blue cheese, they should be hung by their fucking genitals outside. I don't see why they wouldn't offer an option. No, no, no. It is not okay to dip a, a wing into into mystery white sauce and then it comes up as blue cheese. Also, if the blue okay. cheese if the blue cheese is hot because it was sitting in the window for too long, like throw That's the whole weird. thing away. And burn See, the I like, down. I like blue cheese and ranch on wings. If they can hit me with both, it's great. But I do agree that they should let you know which one it is first. Yeah. I'll take so either. I prefer both. I but, love like, gorgonzola. It's one of my favorite things, especially on a salad. But when you've got blue cheese, that is a that's like the poor man's gorgonzola. It tastes like dirt. Get it out of my face. And then when I you love don't, blue cheese. See, it I, stinks. There's, there's two camps. It's there's blue. Nobody tolerates blue cheese. There's, oh, yeah. You it's, love it or hate there's it. There's only two sides of the spectrum, yeah. and those there, there is no spectrum. I could take a chunk of, of blue cheese and just take bites out of it, and I could dip yeah, I it in blue cheese, cheese and take olives. bites out of it. Oh, I love it's olives too. Olives. Yeah, actually, see, but there's only two two trains of thought on it, and that's it. Blue cheese stuffed olives. Oh, Maron. I love that for, like Chicago. Like what is that? I just the saw Midwest? them at the grocery store. They're really good. I feel like that's a Midwest thing. Maybe I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking martinis. I hate olives. Um, anyway, but you guys. I, I will eat olives. I will, if I'm forced to eat olives, I will eat olives. But that's the Middle Eastern in me. I'm willing to put down some olives. <laughs> You're like, that's it. I'll eat these olives, but uh, I'm going to need some ranch. So I'll be right back. Now I'm going to need some ranch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, help me up with the ranch, bro. Olives can go down like nobody's business. Yeah, now, now that's the other thing, though, is ranch really can make every food edible. You know, like, it could be the Except nastiest food in the world. Not cake, but I mean, like, certain foods, it's just like, ah, oh, I don't want to... Ranch would make it tolerable, but if I'm dealing with a person who can't tolerate most foods without ranch, I feel like that's, like, well, that goes I deeper mean, than daddy so, like, issues. Some cakes, you know, like, you, you have a... You, you have someone in your life, you know who I'm talking about, who makes, like, really fucked up baked goods. At that point, <laughs> you might need ranch. Yeah. I mean, I've had savory baked goods that would would take a ranch drizzle quite nicely. Pizza is a savory baked good. Yeah, and ranch goes well with uh, with pizza. Do you guys want some? I'm talking like pound cake, font cake. I'm into food news. Yes. Um, we've got two big pieces of news coming out of the Golden Arches, but I want to start with two smaller stories which are dan someone's trying to come for the king of your one of your favorite fruity pebbles and those bastards snap crackle and pop are making rainbow crispies no yeah i feel like pebbles are mini flakes crispies are i'm into it i'm into the idea of crispy puffs but you're not you're not gonna dethrone the king not not with that I mean, if they look good though. Pebbles with mar- uh, marshmallows in them, like Lucky Charm style marshmallows. I'm not the yeah. biggest on marshmallows in cereal, and like they I said, I fire. I would love fruity Rice Krispies. I'm not against this, but I just don't think they're gonna unseat the king. I'm gonna get some. I was gonna say, sure. you're gonna try it. 
Yeah, absolutely. I want them to snap, crackle, and pop because that's one thing that Fruity Pebbles don't have. It doesn't um, talk back to you. Also, Smart Food Popcorn has a cool ranch flavor. I'm excited about that. I can fuck with oh. that faux show. Hold on. Hold on. I, I need to show you, gentlemen. Hopefully my bandwidth holds up. Oh. These Dr. are the truth. has a snack. Chester are they like popcorn? Um, are they like the uh, pirate booty, flavor. pirate booty kind of thing where it's popcorn but it's not popcorn? We got two <laughs> thumbs up and then he disappeared. So I'm gonna take that as a yes. <laughs> the way, I, I feel like what you said. All I was I was responding to popcorn. Are those puffcorn? Is that like pirate's booty style where it's popcorn shaped but it's a puff? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm into but that. But it tastes like movie theater popcorn. Instead Ooh. of like, like, they also have the the flame and hot variety and like the cheese oh, variety yeah. and all that fun stuff. But this is, I it's only two bucks a bag, man, and it is phenomenal. I've only been able to find it in Atlanta when I went there to you know do the thing and like I was hanging out with a buddy from grad school. Like we went to the grocery store and I bought an armload. I brought it back with me. That was like nice. the one thing I brought back in my carry on was dumb, dummy bags of popcorn. That's amazing. Everyone's like, I'm going to Georgia for the peaches. You're like, fuck that. Puffcorn. Butter. So, like, if I, I... My options right now are, like, go on Amazon and buy it. It is $30 to $60 a bag on Amazon. What? A bag? A bag. Are you sure that's not $2 a... $2 bag of puffcorn. Are you sure that's not a bulk multiple bags? Because I've made that mistake before where I'm like, why is this expensive? And then it's actually, like, you know, 30 bags in a box. No, I'm... I'm pretty sure it's greed dickwads drop shipping stuff that they know can't be bought all over the country. I mean, that's believable too. I'm looking at Walmart.com yeah, sure. 258. <laughs> yeah, on the East Coast. That's on the East Coast. Bro. Like, yeah, absolutely. On the West Coast, impossible to find. This is, it still has me for some reason in Texas. Weird. My geocache. So um, this is it. It is super good. It is. This is at the Louisville. My new favorite snack. This is it's also not that crazy. Super Center in Flower Mound, Texas. But anyway, I'll send you some. Um, for a price. McDonald's announces the debut of the new Big Mac sauce dip cups, which I think is going to be a big game changer. It's just Mac sauce. It's Mac sauce, but it's in a cup. So you could actually go get a double down. Yeah. Get yes. the Mac sauce. Yeah. Probably have to sneak it in your purse because you don't want to go get it and come back. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be an dunk, asshole. Dunk the spicy double down into the Mac sauce and then ascend to heaven because that sounds incredible. Yeah. I'm pretty sure after everything you just said, I have to change my pants. Right on. Not because That's... you shit yourself in shock, but because you're still processing your double downs and puffcorn. <laughs> no, McDonald's. I, I, you know is also Wait, what? changing their burger recipe. So they're improving the burgers with um, small but delicious changes. Softer, pillowy buns that are freshly toasted to golden brown. Perfectly melted cheese will make you want to savor every last bit off the wrapper. I'm not going to do that, McDonald's. Sorry. Um, I am. <laughs> I've done that before. I love that move. Juicier, juicier caramelized flavor from adding white onions to the patties while they're still on the grill. 
which I think is a great idea. And even more of everyone's favorite Big Mac sauce, bringing more tangy sweetness into every Big Mac bite. Now, that's good. They probably taste exactly the same. But what they're also doing is bringing back the most popular character in any franchise ever, the Hamburglar. Yes! Oh, I love it. This I don't know why this excites me so much, but I remember being a kid and being like, man, the hamburger is badass. Like he he just fucking out here taking hamburgers. I do think it's funny that like a lot of marketing of food towards children comes in the form of someone trying to take it, where it's just like, oh, let let go, let go my ego. Yeah, Uh, tricks are for kids. Because the tricks rap it's gonna try and steal your cereal. It's like we're training these kids to be in fucking jail. It's insane. The hamburger is going to steal your hamburger. Yeah. It's like, oh no, oh no, oh no, I'm a kid. So, wait, I'm, I'm sorry, my, my reception we're, we're... cut out like three times during all this. Is this the, the same story where they're like, we're going to melt our cheese more and yeah. add more more sauce to burgers? Yeah. The hamburger like, no, is awesome. And then we're going to steal it from you, kids. Well, at the end of that article, they're like, yeah, it should be enacted at most McDonald's within the next year. Yeah. I'm like, really? It takes you a year to enact hey melt the cheese a little more on your burgers like I, i'm that's I'm how confused. deeply processed and, their food I'm, their I'm, whole I thing was is hoping, like i could order it this weekend and now i'm not so sure no well you could also just buy a regular s burger that's actually good and just do the cheese how you want you can you wrap it to. how you want lick the cheese off you gotta i encourage us all to order as many hamburgers we can this weekend to keep them away from the hamburger yes because he's hoarding them yeah. Although you know it's gonna take out the hamburger heart disease, but um, the uh, I learned this fact from a book I read many years ago called Fast Food Nation, and apparently, uh, to to illustrate how deeply processed McDonald's food is, did you know that in a single McDonald's burger patty, there can be up to a thousand different cows represented in the single patty. That's why they're because so that's how deeply processed their meat is, and uh, that's just wild. You know, that's why they're so it's, good. It's, it's a wild there's number. So many cows. That's there's true. It's all that provider, all that life essence that you that you eat, and all it's the like memories. Goku's spirit bomb. Oh man, if you got a thousand cows' memories, yeah, it would certainly change your opinion on grass. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Um. Well, it's like Goku's spirit bomb. I don't know. That makes me that makes me feel happy. Every calorie is from a different cow. Yeah. Um, well, let's do some plugs and get out of here. Yeah, right on. Um as always, you can find hot property at hot property pod on all of the things. Uh, you can also check out our other show, I Like to Movie Movie, at Movie Movie Cast on all of the things there. Uh, we are going to be on our next episode covering the new movie Tetris. So if you would like to play along, check out Tetris. I believe it's on Hulu. That's not Tetris. That's Super Mario. Tetris is... Well, I mean, I think it's funny... I think it's funny that we are doing another video game movie because neither of us really want to watch Mario. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's one I've of those things that's it. I I was gonna take my niece, but then my brother in law did, so now I have no reason to see it. But um 
you know, so it goes. But yeah, we'll be checking that out. So definitely do uh, Tetris. And also you can find all of my stuff, including some coverage from the Philadelphia Film Society Spring Fest and from the Overlook Film Festival at scullyvision.com. So log on to there and uh, give me some of those delicious clicks of yours. Doctor, do you have anything to plug? Uh, we We achieved fusion ignition. Fusion cool. ignition. Yeah, plug it. Nice. Uh, uh, we don't need plugging uh, on that one. We're just, you know, just just letting folks know. Yeah. And honestly, I gotta say, that's like it's awesome. That's that's remarkable. That's a game changer. That's a really big thing. So that's very very cool. Congratulations. We can we can talk about it at some point. But uh, yeah, I mean, also yeah. it's a dead giveaway where I work now. But yeah, no, we should definitely have a little conversation. Not to our it. listeners. Our listeners are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Rob. Um, <laughs> follow my dog at bb underscore the corgi and um, if anybody's available to watch her on the 29th please let me know um, <laughs> anyway that's been hot property and as always it's, it's got to be good got to be good and hang on I gotta go get and some ranch into this last part gotta be live. <laughs> it's gotta have ranch gotta have ranch <laughs> right. I'll bring it with me no problem <laughs>